Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis, and this is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. So glad you could join us today. My guest today is John Batiste. That's right, John Batiste. Like many of you, I love watching him on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He's a born entertainer. I mean, he is, by the way, the youngest band leader The Late Show has ever had. I didn't know if anybody knew that. Uh, I got to tell you, I was blown away by the incredible jazz music he co-composed for Disney Pixar's movie, The Soul. It's called Soul. Have you seen that movie? It's so worth watching. He's up for an Oscar this weekend for Best Original Score. He's such an accomplished and talented guy. And uh, just recently, I got a chance to speak to him on the TV side of things because he's got a new album out. And we had such a good time. I want to share that interview that we did on the Marilyn Dennis Show with you right now on this podcast. So... Get ready, everybody, and enjoy the great soul of John Batiste. Hey, how you doing, Marilyn? We in there. <laughs> We're there. I love seeing you. I'm so glad to talk to you, and congratulations on all the wins and the nominations and a new album called We Are. Yes, we are. It's, it's out there in the world, and I'm, I'm so happy with the response so far. It's It's been great. It's really great. It has been. So before we get into all the beautiful music and I want to talk to you about your background, I have so much to talk to you about. Uh, how are you doing? I, I understand you just got a vaccine. Did you get both or just the first one? Yes, I, I got both. And um, about a couple of weeks ago, Good. it was really something to to have spent this last year the way that we have and to now feel that yeah. you have this bit of safety. Um, you know, it's our best option right now. And, and I did it. And now we're going to try to get back out there with the people and do what we do best. Mm -hmm. As a person who loves watching performers, we miss you too, desperately. So we can't wait till it'll happen. I think, you know, performing on in Zoom is great and we love that, but being there is something else. What does it feel like for you? What is that? What part of that do you miss the most? I miss the spirituality of it when you see people and you can see their faces you can look into their eyes you can feel the mm -hmm. energy that's coming from them and the vibration that we all create in a room together in a stage in a theater in a, an arena wherever you're performing it is unlike anything else you know it, it almost feels like something that we really had a chance to meditate on and understand that gathering mm. is something very important for us that we can't forsake. So um, we have to find some mm -hmm. way to get back mm -hmm. together. And I think that music, being that universal language that it is, is going to be one of the first things to bring the world back. I, I think so, too. We need it so much. I feel with you getting both vaccines, me with only having one, but the second one's coming, I feel that we're just getting to that finish line. So we're getting there, which is great. Yeah, right. One step at a time. Okay, you're the crown prince of jazz. How do you feel about that? That's nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a kid from Kenner, nice. you know. <laughs> I love I love making music. <laughs> I love I love the idea of sharing something that has great value and great history and means a lot. That's also just very very enjoyable. It's, 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 it's a great feeling to celebrate with music, to let our emotions, our sorrows, our shared triumphs, all these different things that happen to us in life to connect them to a musical exchange, a dance party, a sock mm -hmm, hop, mm -hmm. a county fair, 
mm-hmm. you know, all of these ways of connecting, I, I find to be a joy. So when I, when I think about that, I think about when I hear a song on the radio, it connects me with something. It connects me of a place, or, like you just said. What's your first musical memory? What's the one that really stands out for you? Wow, there's so many. I was born into a musical family. My father is a musician, um, and he's a part of the family band. My my six uncles and 30 cousins are, are, are all musical. And my mother's side of the family, she's not a musician, but they're very culturally in tune. She would expose me to so many different types of music and, and types of activities, whether it be computer coding or painting or dancing. Um, and music is always the soundtrack to to um, to life in New Orleans. So my first musical mm-hmm. memories were before I could even conceive of them as musical experiences. It was just a part of the fabric of everyday life. Yeah, right. And so that you're like because of your lineage. And there's a couple of things I want to say about that with your dad having worked back in the day with Jackie Wilson. Am I right? Yes. I'm just trying to think about somebody else that he worked with. Who? Isaac Hayes, King Floyd, Isaac all of Hayes. the different. Yes. yes. There's there's right. a there's a great thing that you can um you can do when you have someone who's been in the profession before you in your household. It's a great head start, you know. You can get all of the the tricks of the trade. And um I think by the time I was 17 and moved to New York City and was at Juilliard put my band together, all these things that I was doing at a very early age mm-hmm. in New York City came from just having the uh, the early lessons growing up and not even knowing that that's what they were. You know, you really impressed me the other day because I do a morning show here in Toronto and I get up really early. And I, I thankfully, right now, I, I, I'm working from my basement. I'm in my living room right now doing television. But I watch you and Colbert like at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. And the other day you impressed me so much because Colbert was talking about uh, Sly and the Family Stone. Mm. And uh, if you want me to stay, he started doing the lyrics from If You Want Me to Stay. And I went, does he, he's 34. He's not going to know that. You know hey. it. And you not only knew it, you played it. And you not only played it, you knew the words. I was like, I'm very impressed. I'm very yes. impressed. You, your yeah. music background is great. I love music and all music from any era. There's no generation gap. That's a myth. You know, I, I love your show. I, yeah. You know, David, who works with me, he's from right around your area. <laughs> and um, he told me all about we watched some of the show. It's just amazing how much you can Aww. learn if you just break the idea that something is not meant for you. <laughs> it, it, right. right. You can open right. your mind and... There's music from the 1700s that that I listen to. There's music from before there was recordings that I, I look at sheet music or I study books. I, I I don't limit my musical understanding to what's around me. Right. Yeah. And and it's and what I want to tell everybody when you're bringing up children, how much of a sponge they are when it comes to everything cultural, music included, for sure. Let's talk about Soul, Joe Gardner. Did you see a part of yourself in that character? Um, literally and figuratively, yes. I saw my um, my likeness in Joe. They they made the character based on the way that I played, and there were cameras around me when we were in the studio, and it was really a, 
cool experience to see how the animators translated that visual language into the animation and the movement of the character. And many stories of being on the scene in New York. I was much younger than Joe when I had those similar types of stories of uh, just getting into the scene of jazz and getting into the music scene. But um, there's a lot of parallels, so many things that I, I can't even really understand how over this two-year process of working on the film, they just synthesized yeah. all of it into this timeless story. I, I mean, I'm, I'm very, very happy with it, to say the least. I think it came out great. <laughs> I think it came out more than great, and uh, it was well and very much needed during this time as well. So congratulations to all the awards you have won thus far. The Oscars are coming up soon. You nervous? You know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to say I'm nervous. I'm, I'm a little bit, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit in a state of awe and, um, and appreciation mm-hmm. just by the fact that we made a film. This film is a jazz film about existential questions right. of life, where the soul is from, where it goes mm-hmm. when we pass away. And it has so many firsts. It has this jazz score at the center of it, but you have these other types of music, electronic music, sound design meshed in with the jazz. I mean, this is such a and a, a unique and an innovative sort of collaboration that I'm surprised that it yes. got made, let alone that it got made by one of the biggest movie studios in history and people like it. And now it's nominated for an Oscar. And they like it's just it. Like, you know what I mean? It, there's yeah. so much that you could yeah. say. So I'm, I'm, I'm just taking it all in. It's a, it's a very, very great moment for all of us, the Pixar team, yeah. Pete, Dana and I, all of us. It's great. Trent, Atticus, yeah, we put it together. Well, we thank you for that because it's a great, great, you know, I've told everybody to watch it. If they haven't already, I'm surprised. Hey, one of your big inspirations was your late grandmother, Henrietta. You released your new album, We Are, on her birthday. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Henrietta. She was great at being a matriarch to the family you know there was so much that had to go through her and she was the one who gave us a real sense of our faith Um, she was a woman of god and had lots of really wonderful stories to tell about her life and testimony and it was a wonderful thing to see how she was a big part of the lives of our 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 siblings and and our younger kin mm-hmm. because you know she was sick at the end of her life and she was still there and it was mm-hmm. really powerful to see mm-hmm. you know it's, it makes me emotional to think about it's hard to even talk about but she's very much a big part yeah. of the narrative of this album meaning the unsung heroes who are in our everyday lives the dreamers the seers mm-hmm. the the ones who understand what it takes for us not to fully descend into madness in culture and um maybe all they do is hold down the home or maybe all they do is work as a mechanic or they work at the local hardware store whatever it is um the teachers you know it it, it could be a person who you wouldn't think is a hero but um that's ultimately who we are and those are the people who help us to stay 
afloat in many ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And grounded too, and grounded for sure. Speaking of music, uh, uh, heroes, music heroes would be Stevie Wonder and Quincy Jones. They gave you some advice on this album? Oh, yes, yes. Q, Stevie, they're always in, um, in the mix when it comes to creating music. They're great at finding a way to reinvent themselves, as we've seen through their 50-year-plus careers. It's um, great to have yeah. mentorship like that. I've had people who have mm-hmm. believed in me, and that really makes me feel the most gratified in my creativity when you have someone like Quincy Jones and Stevie Wonder who call you and give you advice and believe in you and say that you're the next one. So to have that, to be one of the ones, you know, is is a powerful thing. Well, I love everything about you. I got to tell you, you, your smile, your talent, uh, the support you give your beautiful partner. Um, I saw you on CBS Sunday morning. Uh, there's there's just so much more I'd like to talk to you about, but we need to hear some music. The song you're about to sing is I Need You, the second single off the album. You call it a vibe cleanse and a warm hug. Tell us about this song. We've done a lot of living. We're working overtime. Don't need another million. You got that gold mine, Marilyn. Oh, Marilyn. Oh, Marilyn. Ah, yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? It feels good. It feels good. I love the video. I mean, how much fun did you have making that? Oh, wow. It was so fun to just be the different musicians and and play all of the instruments. You know, we did a few things that day where I played every instrument. Just like the album, I played 12 instruments on the album and try to create a sense of um, originality with my approach to everything. So it's fun to make the video. And then when you see the dancing, oh, my goodness, the dancing. (laughs) Amazing. Do you you like to dance? Do you Lindy Hop ever? We Lindy Hop in the video. Well, I, I kind of Lindy Hop back in the day, but Lindy Hop is a complete, it's, it's so physical, but what a fun uh, video that was. Taking that painting and making it come alive. Wow. Oh, you know? Yes, that yes. That was just you, outstanding. You, I feel like you would have really great rhythm if, if, you, if you get into a, almost like a Zydeco two-step, you know, you can yeah. just stay with that and kind of move and then break into a few of the Lindy Hop spins. Be, we should do that one time. Once we get past COVID, we should do it in person. That'd be fun. I would Lindy, I would Lindy Hop with you, and I cannot wait till you come to Toronto to be a part of maybe Massey Hall or do a big tour of Canada, and hopefully I'll get to see you in New York. Hey, John, I'd love to talk to you forever. There's so much more I need to talk to you about. We'll have to save that for another time. But it was a pleasure to meet you. I'll be watching out for you and rooting for you on CTV for the Oscars. Uh, You've done so well this year, and I just wish you the very, very best. Thank you, Marilyn. You are wonderful. I am very, very grateful that we got a chance to speak. God bless you, and I will see you soon, hopefully. That's John Batista. By the way, his new album is called We Are, and it's out right now, and it is so good. His assistant is from Pickering, Ontario. I love that part of the story, too. So much I wanted to talk to him about. We'll have to have him for a longer podcast, but, you know, he's uh, in L.A. right now. Get ready to win that Oscar. At the time of this podcast, I think another award's going to come his way. Thank you for listening. 
Until next time. Maryland Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 